Hello, this is Mathematical Prowess. This is your host. I hope you love math. I know <laughs> I love math. And today I'm going to be talking about um, how to digest mathematical reading, how to extrapolate, you know, data from those books, kind of what to look out for in these books. Uh, just kind of my general thought of, I, I suppose, on on reading mathematical books, which I know can be difficult and I know <laughs> might be tedious, as I'm sure we um, are probably not used to having to read mathematical books, right? We just probably look at examples, and, I'm t and I am talking about books, not, not textbooks, okay? Um, that's, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't think I've ever reviewed textbooks. I mean, I do have, I do have, have seen textbooks or whatever. I'm not really going to get into those. I feel like that textbooks are more for like actual somewhat mathematical learning rather than than reading a book that's like on mathematics, explaining stuff and like introducing you to new ideas, which is what I'm, I'm going to be talking about now, right now. And and so no, there's an ad. And so let's get started. I'm not really sure if you heard there was an ad or not, but let's get started. Let's get started. Whew. So I've already mentioned, I believe, that I'm reading uh, two books on mathematical modeling, sort of what it is, uh, kind of like methods uh, used, stuff like that. And let me just tell you right off the bat uh, two things. First off, um, they're generally, well, I shouldn't say generally. From what I've experienced, there are two types of books you're going to read in terms of mathematics. Uh, and those two types are this. So you're either going to get a book that is <laughs> very easy to read, I think, um, in terms of how the author writes, which it should be, I believe, in a speaking tone, and right, in a lecture manner, right? Where he, where the author breaks down problems, explains terms, blah blah blah, right? Where he does, where he breaks down problems, he explains terms, right? Really tries to provoke a thought process, right, in the in the reader, and makes it super super easy and simple to understand, which is how uh, learning is really done. So you're gonna get either someone like that, or you might get someone like an author who kind of just is somewhat dense, right? And uh, I mean, of course, both of them, both of these people can be really smart. And if anything, usually out of a dense book, you can probably, I'd say, get a lot more out of it if you truly understood what the book was, uh, was about. But that implies that you understand what the book is about beforehand, right? Um, and so the... Of course, right off the bat, right? You probably want to stick with the first, with the first author, right? The one who explains things super simple, even though they're com super complicated things. Don't and don't don't mistake, don't mistake someone explaining things in the easiest manner, not being smart, or that these things aren't like you know advanced. Of absolutely, they can be advanced topics, right? Broken down into simpler parts, 
Um, just because it's something is dense does not mean it has holds more value. Uh, but uh, but like I said, you this dense stuff is probably more like concise, I suppose, and and it might have other implications that that uh that take more you know required previous knowledge or or more knowledge than what you may have at that time. Phew. So I um I'm reading these one I'm both books that I'm reading about mathematical models. One of them sort of dense, right? It's, it's kind of dense. The author does break things down. However, there are a lot of mathematical implications that of course I do not uh I do not understand or that I do not know. And then the other author uh, keeps things a lot more, a lot simpler, right? And then uh, moves up to, to bigger, like harder ideas, which is good. But uh, I think it's important, even in dense books or or just in these types of books, to be able to, you know, take out information from them and really, uh, get a return on investment for the time you're putting into these books, right? So kind of how do you do that and uh, kind of how should you spend your time reading this, these books, right? So I believe, I believe you should, if, if this is something you truly want to learn, right? I suppose something absolutely crucial to your like, I don't know, curriculum and learning or your your path, you should absolutely make certain that you get like the most out of a um, a book, right? If you're self teaching yourself like I am, you probably want to like push yourself to that too. But it it's not gonna be. The most useful thing and I say that because without a mentor it's really really hard of course to um, to progress in a certain area and so you can you can I'm sure I mean I try to push myself probably more somewhat more than I should I'm not gonna say I like I max out of course but I try to I try to strategically I try to strategically understand these books, right? Especially the dense one, right? So how do I strategically try to like analyze and understand this book? I try to somewhat understand the mathematical like aspect to the book. Of course, it's a mathematical book. So what exactly do I mean by that? Usually, the my dense book, right? It talks about a lot of different functions, um, how they relate to each other. No, no, I'm sorry, no. It talks a lot about a, a lot, different functions, somewhat of how they're affecting each other, right? And how they affect a model and how how. I, for example, one of the things that I've learned from this book, right, is that the more mathematical models that you have the the better that is at getting an accurate result of 
assuming you know your your models are are good models and somewhat accurate at least right the more it's it's almost like i'd say like like layering right you want to if you want a strong layer or something the more layers you have the the i guess the better the layer is i suppose if that makes sense it's almost like proving one thing with another right it's it's almost like a a sudoku right each each time you get like each time you know you're adding a number writing a number down it adds to the certainty that you're making like the right choices right as long as you can still progress right so that's that's one thing that i've learned from the book that it more or less plainly says too right but but it but the, but it makes sense right so that's that's one mathematical thought that i know right i try to keep in mind the actual like when when it mentions like a graph or like a, a function i try to like keep in mind what that function is actually like telling me right how it's useful or whatever too i would highly suggest to not get uh too concerned with um with how these functions or models like are made the reason i say that or whatever is because for for example the the there's a lot of implications in a lot of like mathematics like there's so much that goes into like a math equation that actually that accurately describes something so more than likely unless you truly want to understand it's probably not the best use of your time to try to you know really look at how much math or how much uh, goes into that although uh, of course it's super exciting right and it's super interesting and i feel like you know it's something i want to dive deep into you know but not for me specifically right now i i don't want to do that and i don't think i should do that because i don't have a mentor to teach me i don't have you know i don't even have the work to to see you know so although it sucks sometimes that the author doesn't you know break it down or show all the math or whatever because i would definitely look at it to try to understand it you know even though i know i shouldn't it's probably for the best to keep that out of a book mathematical book the wording gets like super like kind of like tricky and weird so that's that's one way of looking at it though so in these books don't expect to get like the most mathematical like explanations or, or examples and stuff like that at least i wouldn't i don't think that's uh the most like the way to write these books although some of them will write examples of course they do have examples just these these books about models specifically they talk a lot about like economics and, and stuff like that and kind of like just those type of things and those type of things are and even like physics type of things too like the functions and like stuff like i said again there's so much math that goes into those and so many like like things that go into those things so i wouldn't even like bother looking at how they were discovered or how mathematically they make sense and this and that because it's just too much for you to like instead of just reading the book and really understanding what the author tells you the other thing too because the author in these is isn't necessarily like your math teacher you know um and so 
that's that's the time and place where you sh when you should ask those questions for math, you know. But okay, <laughs> I I don't want to. I feel like I'm running in circles. So chapter I'm in I'm in the fourth chapter, and I so so let me just let me just read you the titles of the, of the chapters, and then I'll tell you what I learned what I've learned from each chapter, kind of what uh what's what I think is important so first the first chapter is what is modeling of course i learned what modeling is right so it's like we want to get uh a mathematical depiction that describes how something you know uh works or like and sort of predicts its behavior uh consistently accurately and uh yeah so then arguments from scale that's that's the second chapter so in this chapter the the I learned that when you when you're building a model and when you really need to like step back right and analyze all the whole problem you really you really need to set your goal for what you want your your model to to do and really try to step back and you know what put a look get your variable alone to really see how that's that's working all right graphical methods in this in this chapter the, the third, third chapter i learned what i've already previously mentioned that the more models you have the more the more the, the more accurate probably your models and like whole like conclusion is going to be about a problem or like a general problem that you're trying to like you know use these models for and also it's important to in, in this chapter that I learned too that it's important to to realize how things are actually working right so sometimes um, it may be weird to think about right but so in mathematicals in the mathematical sense we always want to we always want to usually start there but actually sometimes it's necessary necessary to work backwards right so let's work from the real world like what happens in the real world and then almost like put that into mathematical terms and cuz just cuz you know the math checks out or like your assumptions or like your your analysis of something might um might be good mathematically but it might not actually be you know practical in the in the real world you know so you need to sometimes work backwards, adjust your model, and again, really take in the, the big picture of what's happening in the, in like, everything that encompasses your, your problem or your model, and really, really push yourself to, to analyze, you know, the heck out of it, so you can get the best possible model, right? Phew! So, that's, um, that's, another thing I, I've learned and in the fourth uh, chapter that I'm on right now it's a uh, basic optimization right so I've read a little bit about this already um, it's I think in my mind right now the way I'm thinking about it it's more of like like um let me see it's 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 weird right because it's a optimizing 
optimizing a, a situation, right? Or like some something within like a business, I guess, or like with anything in general. So optimization. So that that's I feel like it's it's too broad still, right? But if I give you an example, like I don't know, maybe like is the business's time like better spent here or or here, right? Or this is how uh, things are playing out. Like if if you could model the 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 time or like you know like the ROI for like the time of a business and see how that works or whatever, and you could you could you know make a model for that and see how how things would like affect the model for like put it if you can if you can make a model for someone's productivity right and then see how different things affect that model boom that's that's really good right because if obviously if we want to ma maximize productivity we can do that if we just know how what it, what's really affecting productivity right or uh things like that so that's what it means by optimization that's sort of the idea that's that's just a simple idea though um, it goes, I haven't finished the chapter, but I'm no, I'm sure it's going to go into, into more things. And so this leads me to my other point. Now that I just gave some good points there, I think too, it's also, it's really, there's a lot of like mathematical jargon, like I said in the book, right? And I don't mean jargon as a bad thing. It's just, just a lot of, uh, dense topic, right? It's important to try to keep up with 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 the mathematical like you know at least some mathematical idea of what the author is talking about and it's not and this is really going to help you under, understand the the author although not it's easy to get lost especially daydreaming about the, you know the what it's what the math is actually like again don't don't worry about that though I think, I think, I think some of the best like way to like use these books is to like I said, get ideas from the book, sort of like how I just did from like, you know, each chapter. Not so much the the examples, although the examples are, unless they're directly useful to you, I personally wouldn't you know, grind on the examples, and. Yeah, the examples are they're hard to keep up with. Something I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. I don't know if it's like important or not. I I think it's important, and it's it's something I've recently realized, at least in this book. And it may not be it, it's not common for me at least that mathematics when I in these books right or like because I've seen it in other places too besides these books and just math in general. Usually, what they'll do is, for when they write functions, right? These these functions will have functions within functions, right? So, for example, uh, let's say a profit function, right? Profit is equal to your revenue, the total amount you bring in, minus your cost, right? Those are two separate functions. Those are two separate functions, right? The revenue, I mean, just how much money you bring in, right? Which can be, you know, affected by a lot of different factors, just like your cost can be affected by a lot of different factors, right? So the even even these even these two functions alone 
can have different like functions within them and that even might be like more complicated right within them so remember this is only like we're only talking about like the profit function right but already we need to we need to know what our cost is, our cost function is right and our revenue function is right and then there's on top of that there may be functions within those two functions right within within revenue and within cost right so usually there's just like when the, when the writing for like this math stuff looks a bit like not weird but different than what you're used to maybe it's probably just that and and like they'll have like profit equals like r of t and then they'll have like lowercase and uppercase usually uppercase means it's a function and then um yeah so that's just something to, to keep in mind uh, that i thought was new and yes Whew. man So yeah, just just to recap right now, I feel like I, I rambled and talked for a lot, but just to recap, if you really want to get the most out of these books, I suggest you really try to get in the author's head and, and try to see, really push yourself to try and see things from his lens and see the, the ideas he's presenting. I, I think that's the most important uh, thing uh not so much the mathematical the mathematical implications of a book unless unless that is your true goal and it's useful to you then i think you should absolutely go for it it will be a very very difficult journey depending on 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 <laughs> what what field you're doing it in and also depending on whether or not you have a a mentor or a good mentor or not so if you don't have one i suggest you find one asap so you can ask these questions too if you're self-teaching yourself though um yeah i would you can definitely do this i still think and you're just gonna have to push yourself a bit more and like i said you might not get the best roi but um good luck really push yourself to try to get these ideas um these mathematical books are super super interesting super fun i think um they really open your eyes to new things and i i feel as if i feel i feel as if i'm learning like you know different things and helping my mathematical thinking and um yeah i'm just getting started so Phew. advice for this for this episode daily wisdom daily wisdom for today listen to your body it's telling you what it needs earlier today literally since school i'd already eaten a bun a little bit but but i think it was because it's it's low-key hot outside too and sometimes i guess i'm out in the sun too much or i don't know what it is I felt myself like getting like like a migraine like I knew I needed to eat something like something else like like fat or like chocolate or like peanut butter something that would give me like energy otherwise the next like hour or two was going to be like a long hour so what did I do I I got something to eat and I knew my body was telling me to to eat something 
high in energy or high in calories or whatever. So yeah, listen to your body. And the next two hours went by super like easy. I was like, oh, let's go. I have I found my source of energy. My head felt fine. I did not, you know, I wasn't stressed or nothing. So so yeah, listen to your body. Whew. Share this with someone who um who's reading mathematical books. I know it can be quite overwhelming. I don't think I provided uh, the best tips, but I'll, I'll probably do another episode on this, on mathematical reading. Um, yeah, so I love math. I sure hope you love math. Send this to someone who needs it. If you're reading this, if you're reading mathematical books, um, I hope you get the most out of them too. I hope this helped you uh, with uh, some some of your tips uh, or in your reading. And if you're not reading mathematical books, I highly advise you to do so. Uh, it's such a cool way to expand your horizons. And mathematics is something so concrete in a lot of fields that you know you'll never, you'll never, it'll never be to your disadvantage to learn um, mathematics or to read mathematical books. Okay. Um, yeah. I love math. I hope you love math. Um, you take care. Bye-bye.